Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. The Beer Guys Radio Show On Demand is brought to you by Truck and Tap. Food trucks, craft beer. Not your ordinary bar and restaurant. In downtown Woodstock. Online at truckandtap.com. The Beer Guys Radio Show. Saturday afternoons at 1 on Atlanta's AM 920. The Answer. Streaming to the world at beerguysradio.com. Broadcasting live, it's the Beer Guys Radio Show. Now, here are your hosts, Tim and Aaron. And welcome back. It's episode 20, Tim, of the Beer Guys Radio Show. I'm Aaron Williams. I'm Tim Dennis. I can't believe we've made it 20 episodes 20 already. 20 episodes in, man. How about that? That's awesome. And they've kept us on the air. Reach us at BeerGuysRadio.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BeerGuysRadio. Sign up for BeerGuysRadio.com for this week in Georgia Beer. Get the scoop on what's happening in the Georgia Beer scene and be entered to win some nice swag as well. You can give us an email, timd at beerguysradio.com and Aaron at beerguysradio.com, or give us a call. We actually check it once in a while. 678-861-8AL is our phone number. Absolutely. So yep. coming up on today's show, where uh, we got a special guest yep. in the studio with us is uh, Nick Knock. And Nick is the head brewer at Sweetwater Brewing Company here in Atlanta. Nick, thanks for uh, joining us today. Oh, I love it. Howdy, so, y'all. Hey. So we've also got, uh, in addition to Nick, at the end of the uh, end of the show, we've got a special treat. Uh, we spoke to Adam Crolla a little earlier. He's yeah. got a, an IPA out called Endless Rant, and we'll play a little bit of that for you here. We had an actual so, celebrity call us. It was it was really uh, really awesome. It's good stuff. Not that yes. Nick's not a celebrity, but you know, right? One right. Of those guys so, that are but, on TV and all that fancy stuff. Number one podcast in the world. Exactly. I think. So yeah, absolutely. So we're also going to be opening up uh, a couple of beers here today. Uh, Nick brought us. Um, going Coastal, which is their IPA with pineapple. Nice. And uh, I've got a surprise beer here. It's a surprise for uh, for Nick and Aaron. So I'm excited to hear. We'll, I like we'll surprises. With that. And those are our Truck and Tap beers of the week. Uh, check out Truck and Tap at truckandtap.com, and they are serving up uh, craft beer and a variety of food trucks there in Woodstock. So, uh, Aaron? Yes. Drinks this yes, week. Yes, I did. I had a good sampling, actually. Friend of the show, Daryl. Uh, Daryl Langley, for, he lives down in Orlando. He actually... Uh, sent me some beers. I sent him down some uh, some Creature Comforts, and he sent me back a variety of uh, Florida beers. So uh, had a couple of uh, interesting ones. I uh, had a Green Bench IPA, uh, the Funky Buddha, which I've heard a lot of. I really haven't had a lot of their stuff, but I had the Mormora, which is their Blood Orange IPA. Unfortunately, it wasn't my favorite. Uh, I hate no. to say that, but it, I just got a lot of baby aspirin, that orangey taste to it more than anything else. Oh, yeah. It's a sour, um, it's a sour uh, uh, orange. Uh, so... You know, I knew what they were going for, but, um, you know, I really enjoyed the Wrecking Bar's uh, Dr. Funke Sour mm-hmm. Pale that we had a few weeks ago. That was on point. This one, I kind of missed the mark. Uh, I know Funky Buddha does a lot of good stuff, so So the Mormoro was a, a Sour Pale yes. with orange? exactly. Okay. So it okay. took me a couple of sips to really figure out what it was, and then after that, I, I, I took to it a little bit more, but still wasn't my favorite thing. But one of my favorite things I got was the Highlight uh, Cigar City IPA. It, it was aged with white oak. The white oak, oh, yeah. That was, good beer. that was 
that was fantastic. That Absolutely. really made me happy. How I've had you? that one. That yeah. was really good. Yeah, I was really happy with that yeah. one. Yeah, I haven't had the white oak version. I've had the regular highlight, but I haven't tried the white He only oak, sent so me one can, so out. sorry. Okay. I'll get you one next Carol's time. Carol's a good guy. We chat on Twitter, homebrewing and that. Definitely. You know, talking back and forth there, so... Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for sending Aaron the beers, Daryl. I, I so, got a couple extra. Maybe I'll bring yeah, them next time. Okay. It'll be okay. So, <laughs> what did you so have? I had, a, I had a good week. Yeah. So I went to uh, the Wrecking Bars Wild Wild Beer Fest and uh, Sour and Wild Beers. It's a great festival. If you've never been to a festival at uh, Wrecking Bar, they put on a great event. Limited number of tickets, so it's not overcrowded. Uh, you know, huge variety. They had 90 different wild and sour beers this week So at this festival. So just a great time. A couple of my favorites, Rodenbach Alexander okay. was there, which was fantastic. That's the first time I tried that one. That was really good. And uh, Wrecking Bar had one called Cactobacillus, which was a, a lacto-soured beer with prickly pear. Okay. And I found out I've had a couple beers with prickly pear. I was going to say, that's the second one right. you've had, yeah. And so I'm discovering I think I like prickly pear. I've had a margarita with prickly that. pear, but I yeah. haven't had any beer with it. Maybe I have to brew something up. I don't even know where to get prickly pears. I don't know if I've ever seen them out. Probably sure. at the, uh, the Mexican uh, grocery stores that that's are around. Go, go to Beaver Highway. Check that out. They get so, everything. Yeah. But they had a, a lot of great beers, you know. So the Dr. Funke actually uh, uh, won. I love that uh, beer. Won a medal there. Uh, the Cherry Street uh, Berliner, uh, sour, or Cherry Limeade Berliner. Okay. And uh, it's escaping me right now what the other one was. I feel bad for it. but uh, It was all good, though. It was so good. All good, yeah. It just all blended so, together. So there was congratulations a lot of fantastic beers. Yeah. Just a great event. So that was most of my beer drinking. I took it kind of easy the rest of the week. But good I for really, you. I really did it up there at the Wild Beer Fest. That was See, a I'm good trying time. To, I'm trying to work out more so I can drink more, which is always good. It's the trade-out. You know, I used to, Aaron, I'm going to say used to because it happened, hasn't happened in a while, but every Saturday I used to go hiking. Yeah. And I'd do a five, six, you know, longer mile hike, and that justified to me that I could spend the rest of the day there you drinking. go i usually so just carry a couple out. of sessions when i go hiking now i, I skip the good. hiking and just spend oh, the rest of the day drinking i need I, to get that i, work think, that'll in, so. I think that'll work i think that'll work so yeah. hey speaking of drinking we had some interesting stuff in the news uh the world beer cup uh was awarded or the world beer cups i guess were awarded uh last week and uh some georgia alabama beers were selected monday night brewing won a bra or silver for their laissez-faire uh, also, uh, Blue Pants over in uh, the uh, Huntsville area won their Dortmunder Adam beer. They won a silver for that one at the Great American Beer Fest as well. And um, this other one. Um, Was it? Is uh, it? I don't think I've heard of this other one. That, no. That won a medal, oh, no, I'm sorry. So. No, it's Sweetwater. Oh, yeah, See, right, Sweetwater so. won for their happy ending. So they won a bronze. Yeah. So congratulations, Nick, on that too. So that's pretty it, cool. That was awesome. Uh, happy ending's a repeat offender at the uh, World Beer Cup. That's yeah. good. That's, I love the beer. Me too. I've got, I'm a huge fan. My cellar is, is well stocked with several vintages. The 216. Oh, Same right. with me. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Go. Excellent. So, uh, so that was pretty cool. Another thing that was pretty cool, uh, service brewing down in Savannah. Uh, again, I, we're not a political show, so I'm not going to uh, say cast any political aspersions on the current president. But uh, Michelle Obama has a program. It's called Joining Forces. And basically, it's dedicated to working with veterans to ensure that they've got uh, employment, health, family services, stuff like that. Uh, well, anyway, she posted on her Instagram uh, a profile of uh, Service Brewing because, of course, it is a, a veteran-owned company. Uh, he started a couple of years ago after getting out of the Army, and so she got a nice shout-out again from uh, from the Obama administration, from Michelle Obama there. And also, it was a very good uh, week for, for the folks at Brewing, too. He hosted Dan Daly, who was the 15th Sergeant Major of the U.S. Army, so... Uh, 
Marquise probably knows more than I do. He's yeah. an Army veteran as Army well. Guy. But uh, You know, I found out they cool. actually did a nice write-up on service on the website for journey, joining forces, too. Mm-hmm. I saw just the the snippet kind of on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but a real nice write-up on them. It was, no, it was congratulations. Really cool that that's got that, that's there. really awesome. So uh, we've got a couple of other things coming up. Uh, Slice and Pints. You just reported this uh, I did. Uh, a little while ago. Just happened today. Um, newest brew pub is starting Growlers to go. So uh, Emory Decatur, if you're in that area, slice and pint. So, uh, go get yourself a, a growler to go. Another one. Yeah, that's great. And uh, you know, or I just I didn't just post that today, Aaron. I actually posted it uh, a earlier few this days week. Ago, you did earlier this but week, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, exactly. we can time shift things here at, right. in radio. That's how we work. A little work. time travel. <laughs> yes. And uh, finally, we got about three minutes left in this segment. I know we wanted to get into this. Budweiser. It's been the story of the week. So uh, AB InBev Budweiser, that uh, famous brewery from uh, Belgium and Brazil, they are now changing their names of their cans. So it's no longer Budweiser. It's America. 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 Budweiser is America. Something like that. What are your thoughts on that, Aaron? You know what? I just... I'm not going to cast any aspersions about people who like to drink Bud because, again, I've got a lot of relatives, family members who do, and I've had my fair share of them, too. I'm not a beer snob in that regard. I just don't... I just always have a problem with someone marketing their product based on what it looks like more than what the contents of the can are. So if you've got a drink of beer that's got your favorite football team on the can or it's got like a cool twisty logo or something on the front, you may want to look for a new beer. I got you. you yeah. So here's my thought. I don't have an issue with it. Okay. I don't have an issue with it because I'm not going to fault anybody for marketing. You no. Know? So okay. uh, I don't mind good, creative, interesting marketing. I don't like the dirty tactics. I'm with you on I, that I don't one. like the yeah. things that they do, like this incentive program that they had that was really – was more of a penalization program towards distributors and, and craft brewers and that. But, you know, if they want to market, they want to make a fancy can, they want to make a, a name or have frogs saying their name on a, on a video, yeah. you know, <laughs> more power to them for yeah. that. You know, it's kind of like I look at it kind of like politics. I'm I'm much more apt to vote for a politician who tells me all the great things that he's going to do rather than all the things that his opponent does wrong more than negative advertising you know i I had there's things you know about budweiser and ab and bev in general that i'm not a fan of but you know if you want to call your beer america and market it then more power power to you you. i guess america is the home of big major inner uh inner universal conglomerates that's right you know that's that's what it is or wherever wherever they are so anyway no but uh, no we're going to talk to a real american here coming up after the break Aren't we? Uh, Nick Knock is going to join us Absolutely. a little bit more for the studio. So, coming up, uh, we are going to again not float the mainstream, so to speak, something like that. <laughs> Nick Knock, the brewmaster of the South's biggest craft brewery, Sweetwater, is in our studios. We are going to be back right after this. We're the beer guys. We'll talk to you in a couple minutes. What's on tap? The beer guys know. More after this. Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. 
we invite you to check out what makes HopSpot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopSpotATL, and of course, visit HopSpotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. HopSpot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopSpotBeerTours.com. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day check it out truck and tap in downtown woodstock truckandtap.com let them know that the beer guy sent you Hey, it's Aaron, and you know what I hate? When I miss a favorite TV show and forget to DVR it. Don't let this tragic tale happen to you. Subscribe to us on demand. It is easy. If you've got iTunes, Stitcher, or any other iOS or Android podcast app, search for us, or go to BeerGuysRadio.com, click Listen, and you can copy and paste the RSS feed. While you're there, by the way, give us a review. It really helps. That's Beer Guys Radio on demand. Catch it today. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys. You want to connect with us? Reach out to us. You can find us at BeerGuysRadio.com. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beer Guys Radio, or sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer uh, on our website at BeerGuysRadio.com. We'll send you out an email once a week telling you the events, news, and releases coming up in Georgia. You want to give us a call? Just reach out at 678-8618-L. That's the L line. Or if you want to drop us an email, you can get me at TimD at BeerGuysRadio.com. Or Aaron at Aaron at BeerGuysRadio.com. Bottom line, just head to BeerGuysRadio.com. It's and all there. All that stuff. You can exactly. find it all. So coming up in the show, we've got details on how some of our Alabama listeners can attend a taping of the show. And we'll talk to comedian Adam Carolla about his induct- introduction to craft beer. But first, Sweetwater. Tim, yeah. Sweetwater. So Sweetwater is uh, one of the of Georgia's oldest breweries. Yep. And it is the largest brewery in the state. Uh, they produce more beer Every year than the next 10 largest breweries combined. So they're, they're a big player here. Large brewery in the southeast and, uh, you know, really making a name not just in Georgia. They're known as the the Georgia brewery. Come in. It kind oh, of yeah. speaks Georgia. It says Atlanta. Sweetwater 420 is a beer I think everybody knows. Number one beer served at bars and restaurants around Georgia. Yeah. Uh, so they're just a big, uh, big identity here in Georgia. No, they are. You know, I've got they hold a special place in my heart because that was the first Georgia craft beer I had was a Sweetwater 420. I loved it, and again, whenever I see it on the menu, usually I'll go ahead and uh, grab it on there. So it's a lot of fun, and of course, when I travel and talk beer, Sweetwater always comes up. They're like, oh, yeah, you've got Sweetwater in your state. So it's trustworthy. It is you know, trustworthy. You know, it's if there's dependable. no other choices, and a 420 is there, and uh, you know that 420 is going to because a lot of times it's on tap at places where maybe the, there's not a, other craft beer selection. Yeah, but you can if, get you a 420. Exactly. When I live yeah. OTP and I'm, you know, uh, uh, living in Gwinnett County, sometimes uh, the beer selection is not the greatest in the world, but I'm pretty much can guarantee that I'll have a 420 on tap, and that makes me happy. So, Nick Knock, thank you. Well, that was all great stuff. Thank I, you. No, I appreciate it. No, Nick Knock, of course, brewmaster and the third employee of Sweetwater, if from what I hear. Well, Fourth, depends who second. you heard from. Okay. Technically, I'm the first employee. <laughs> of course. I was working under the owners. I okay. got you. I got right. you. Well, that, if you, that if you count sense. the owners as employees, then... Uh, now, that's going on 20 I'm, years uh, now, right? Yep. I'm about to hit okay. the big 2-0. All right. And soon, I'll be legal. There you go. And you've had just enormous growth at this time. Um, 
talk to us a little bit about uh, what st- how you guys got started. Where, where did you guys start off from and, and where you've been? It's been a crazy journey. Well, basically it started with a couple guys that went to school in uh, Colorado, Boulder, University of Colorado at Boulder. And uh, they were out here. Freddie, Freddie Bench was out here. And he realized that there was no real West Coast-style ale. And I don't know if you remember back in 96, but it oh, yeah. seemed like all the beers around here were pretty malt-based. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, the Purple Haze from Abita. You had uh, uh, Dogwood. You had Marthasville, which was, a, I think their number one was like a brown ale. Um, Red Brick was around, and theirs was kind of like a Guinness-like brown ale. And so Freddie and Kevin came out here, and they're like, let's open up a brewery. And they, as far as I'm concerned, they pretty much introduced the hops to uh, the South southeast you know it's interesting yeah i never really thought about that but yeah i moved here in about 2000 and besides uh, besides the 420 yeah it, it was all brown ales i mean that's yeah. all it really was locally You're yeah, right. it, was, it was very malty yeah. yeah which there's nothing wrong with malty no definitely not but, but yeah. you know i think they realized that there was a door that was open and they said let's go through yeah so i mean we really introduced the hops and we're still a big fan of the hops i mean we go crazy with our hops on pretty much all of our beers except for our georgia brown even our happy ending that just won the medal that's mm-hmm. dry hopped Nice and dry hopping the imperial stout. I don't think that's run of the mill. That's uh, it's not. No, that's uh, that's uh, sometimes I like to cellar my happy endings a little bit before I drink them. Like right. that, that's you sure. know my personal preference. But you know that that hoppy stout style is inter- interesting. So, speaking of hoppy beers, I've yes. got one here in my hand that you brought to share with us. The Going Coastal, which we have talked about, we were lucky enough to get a preview there. So, for those that may not know about this this beer, Nick, uh, you want to tell them a little bit about it, and I'll open one up for us here. Sure, definitely. Um, so we do seasonals. Nice. You shot that on my knee. There you Real go. Cool. Have some. That's all you get. <laughs> there you go. That's all I get. Great. I'll lick my knee right now. Uh, <laughs> so we knew we needed to come out with something special for the spring summer. And, um, we were trying to think of something that really represents the spring and summer. So we came up with like tropical with that. We came up with a uh, pineapple. So we really didn't want to go crazy on the pineapple. We still wanted to have an IPA where you still got the hops, you still got the malt, but we made it so that we added pineapple to it, so there's like a little pineapple hint, like a backbone. So it's not overpowering the beer whatsoever. It's still a quality IPA, but you got pineapple in there. It's refreshing. It's very drinkable, and it just you just want to take it onto a beach. Yeah, and that's I'm sorry, the one no. thing I really notice about it is, is is in your label. It says an IPA with pineapple. Yeah, I think that is very important. Not a pineapple IPA. Exactly. Yeah, right. Because that's something. Yeah, and that's something you, you did try to make clear to us. You know, because a lot of these beers that are adding fruit, they're really hmm. hitting it heavy. You know, sure. making them sweet and dominating. So this is this is more complimentary than the forefront. There's yeah, a lot of beers way. out there that are like fruit juice, mm-hmm. right? You know, and yeah. like an adult fruit juice. You know. Yeah, and not even like a framboise or anything. And this mm-hmm. is definitely not it. I'm just taking a couple of sips. Of course, I've had it before, but uh, again, this is beautiful because you get it on the nose, and then you taste it a little bit on the back end. But this is just a solid IPA, regardless. I mean, it's don't let the pineapple scare you away from this one. The pineapple seems to flow everything together really. Mm-hmm. It's right. really smooth drinking beer, which is uh, really cool. Definitely, you know, and I'm I'm a fan of all your all of your IPAs too. Uh, you know, the classic IPA you have in the in the yellow can, which is which old is yellow, old yellow, exactly. You know, <laughs> maybe it gets a little bit overlooked sometimes, but I know it's definitely got a got great dues. And I know Pace Magazine had it as one of their top uh, beers when they IPAs when they reviewed it, uh, even beating out a couple of stalwarts or more um, maybe uh, buzzword worthy right. beers. Sometimes well, that's, a lot of people, and, you know, in beer, going for the buzzworthy beers is the cool thing, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. for beer geeks, but. You know, I say several times, if you get a fresh Sweetwater IPA, mm-hmm. 
it's right up there with the best of them. I mean, yeah. it's great. I love going to the brewery and getting it, you know, getting it fresh or knowing that what I'm having is fresh. And uh, it's it's just a fantastic beer. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing about the IPA, like I said, I think that Sweetwater brought the hops to town. Um, I've ran into people that had the IPA ten years ago, and they live in California or whatever, and then they come back and they say this is still my favorite IPA. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still in the back of their head as a comparison note. Which is, that's the best compliment ever. And you've been playing a little bit with your IPAs, too, using some of the hop hash. Uh, you know, you've had the hash session IPAs, which, which frankly, again, is one of my one of my favorite session IPAs that's out there. You've also, of course, had the regular IPA with, that, with the hash out there. Talk to me a little bit about that process and what kind of took you through that. Well, the, the hash was really cool. I was sitting down with uh, one of the CEOs of one of the hop brokers in the country, and he was telling me about this hash, which is actually like a byproduct. Um, when the hops go through a pelletizer, it's real sticky and resiny. And ultimately, they would just bag it up and throw it out. And I was like, wait a second, you got this stuff called hash? I was like, <laughs> and you're throwing it out? Let's, let me give it some of that. So initially, we made one, and um, we brought it out as a dank tank, and we gave that thing as a test drive during the uh, 420 Fest three years ago, I believe. And it, got such a, it was so well-received that we went on and we created Hop Hash, which is a double IPA with a bunch of hash. And when you drink it, you can actually – it's almost chewy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I – I mean, you can really feel the hash in there, which is uh, very interesting. I think it puts it in a whole different category of any other double IPA or IPA in general. Yeah, that, that, no, that Dank on. Tank release, that was uh, Johnny Hash. Was that was that Johnny one, right? Hash. That, that, yep. So I remember that one, a big one. So speaking of the Dank Tank, so that's uh, that's kind of your experimental tank, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some other beers that came out. BSP Quad, something you did with the Brickstore oh, Pub. One. I know yeah. that, that was a great out, one. So yeah. that's, we, we tried a vintage bottle of that when we talked in to the, the guys cellar, at Brickstore. Yeah. So. Well, uh, we share the same birthday year as Brickstore, so okay. it's kind of okay. special between the two of us. You know, it's like yeah. if you do have a seller, when you can cheers to Sweetwater, you can cheers to the Brickstore. There you go. So now, what's uh, what's some other things that we may see coming out of the Dank Tank in the future? Um, we got a, a really cool one coming out. It's gonna be a 100% Britannomyces IPA. Okay. Uh, okay. That's in the works right now, but that's one of those beers where we don't tell it when it's done; it tells us when it's done. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not necessarily in the holding pattern, but you know, we're knocking on its door. Should be coming out next couple months or so. And with that, you have to wait till Brett kind of does its thing before you can do the dry hops. And exactly, all that, right? dry yeah. hop will be, so, probably be one of the very last things. Yeah, because you're talking months sometimes until the Brett decides it's done with what done with your beer, huh? Right, and then uh, once we dry hop it, we're going to bottle condition. So that's going to be oh, a couple extra months. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I had uh, the, one of the latest ones you had too was the pulled porter. With a nice smoky flavor to it, and I know smoked porters can be kind of a, a different taste for people, but I just really it just tasted like barbecue for me. I really enjoyed that. Well, it had too, bacon so. in it, exactly, and that came from the Fox <laughs> Brothers. Which guess what? They do barbecue. Yes, anything, <laughs> anything that's got barbecue and bacon in it and beer. Did you put I'm, a, I'm happy was with there it. actual bacon in there? Did you or essence was, of bacon? They smoked the malt with us, or yeah. they smoked the malt for us with bacon on the grill or the smoker. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, we're going to take a break right now. Uh, We're here with Nick Knock. We're going to join him for another segment uh, before we talk to Adam Carolla. You are listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com. Our ale line is 678-8618-ALE. Stick around. We'll be back in just a minute. Hi, this is Bob Sandage, uh, owner of the Wrecking Bar Brew Pub. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Nobody tells you where to go. 
This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. Hey, it's Aaron, and you're a fan of craft beer, right? And you want to know more about what's going on in the craft beer scene in Georgia? Thanks to the hard work from my co-host, Tim, we are giving you the lowdown on the craft beer scene every week right in your inbox. Go to BeerGuysRadio.com and sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer right at the top. We won't spam you, promise, or sell your name. Just good beer info every week. Plus, you can win great prizes from us. This Week in Georgia Beer, sign up today. BeerGuysRadio.com. Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and business to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes HopSpot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopSpotATL, and of course, visit HopSpotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. HopSpot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopSpotBeerTours.com. Don't forget to drink local. Now, back to the Beer Guys. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Reach us at BeerGuysRadio.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those social stuff. Beer Guys Radio is where you find us. And, of course, sign up at BeerGuysRadio.com for Tim's This Week in Georgia Beer. Get the scoop on what's happening in the Georgia beer scene. And uh, we're working on Alabama, too, just FYI. Also, be entered to win some nice swag. Tim D at BeerGuysRadio.com. Aaron at BeerGuysRadio.com are email addresses. Or you can go old school and give us a call at 678-861-8-ALE. And collectively, those are called the socials, The right? socials. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, just to make it easy for everybody. Well, very cool. Well, we're back here with Nick Knock, Sweetwater Brewing. And, Nick, I've got a surprise for you. Oh, geez. You ready for this? So, I'm, so, I'm excited for I it. I have a beer here. And this is a little collab that uh, uh, someone did with BHB. I was actually out there. I took a video of That's this. That's Burn Hickory so, Brewery for the folks who don't know. I can't wait know, because, so. unfortunately, I was not able to That's what I thought that. you said. Yeah. So what we have here is uh, Scott gave me a growler of the Don's Belladonna. Oh, my goodness. So this is the collaboration brew that they did for the uh, Depot Park Beer Fest. Yep. I tell you what, Nick, why don't you uh, tell folks a little bit about this beer? Uh, so it's pretty wild. So I went to school in Salisbury, Maryland, and I ran into this guy, Scott Hedin. Um, I had a big farmhouse, and I threw a bunch of parties with bands and whatnot, and he was probably in like five or six of them. <laughs> so he would constantly come up and play play at my house, and we became friends. And this uh, one particular place, Don's Belladonna, was like the local hangout. And that's where you get like the $3 pictures of PBR. The uh, rug was like this old cigarette burned velvet nice. rug. Um, just, you know, either you were... Old person or drunk person that hung out at this place. <laughs> nice. So Scott threw on this party, and um, he wanted to uh, do a, a collaboration. And uh, 
he came up with the Don's Belladonna, which I thought was great. So basically, um, I started thinking, and I thought, hey, we got to do something a little bit smoky because the bar was crazy smoky. I wanted something a little bit red because the carpet was gnarly red. Um, and then he threw Old Bay or threw out the idea for dry hopping it with Old Bay, which okay. Salisbury is borderline oh, the yeah. land of crabs. So um, I'm excited. I haven't tried it yet. All right. Oh, yeah. Cheers, Nick. Cheers. 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 Thank you for bringing Absolutely. it. No, I'm excited. I didn't get a chance to see it either. Cheers. Mm-hmm. That's actually quite tasty. It is great. I mean, it's so what do you think, Marquise? You s- That's good. Do you like that one? I thought that was a big no. No, that's not a yes. Because he was, before he took a sample, he was sniffing and he just kind of scrunched, like, what is this? So, this is caramely. This Mm -hmm. is caramely, maybe a little chocolate. This is Don's Belladonna in a glass. A little salty. This is weird. Smoky. I definitely get the smoke and I'm getting the salt and it's almost kind of like spicy, like. Right. Yeah, on the, back end, I'm, on the back end, I'm getting <laughs> yeah. that smoke. So Notes good. of ashtrays and regret. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Everyone's so got those no. dive bars that are classic uh, right. in our childhood. And now just picture Scott in a dress playing guitar up on the stage, and then we I got I prefer it. not Has to. Has that happened more than once? Probably. Oh, my goodness. So. Yeah. Now, that's something interesting. So, like you mentioned, you and Scott knew each other long before, and you both were in Georgia and, oh, and got into beer, right? Yeah, I didn't talk to him for 10 years or so, and all of a sudden, I find out he's in Atlanta. And I'm like, well, what are you doing in Atlanta? I'm, I'm friends with his wife, Carol, as well. And then next thing I know, he's opening up a brewery. I'm like, whoa, we're both in Atlanta. We're both in the beer business. How weird is this? Small world. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy stuff. So, yeah, and the, and the old bay in this beer, it's noticeable. And when I first heard it, I'm like, that's crazy. It doesn't surprise me at all that Burnt Hickory's doing this. But there's no way that's going to work in a beer. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's it's tasty. I Flying mean, Dog, I believe, does one. I was going to say, do they, Flying okay. Dog does yeah. one. I, yeah. I think somebody else does, too, uh, up there. Maybe Dewclaw, but I'm not sure. Yeah. This one is uh, far superior. I agree. This is, it's t- it's a tasty beer. No, this it's is really nice. good. I, I, so. I didn't get a chance to try this at Debo Park Beer Festival either, so thank you for bringing this. You bet. I'm very Absolutely. happy about that. So, so Anyway, back to Sweetwater, by the way. So did you guys ever think it was going to be this big um, when you first started out? In all honesty, I did it as like a fun sport type thing, and I was hoping to make a career out of it. I never really looked, you know, as long as I could put food on the table, I was happy. Um, but the fact that we are as big as we are, I mean, we're 18th in the country. We're in 18 states. Um, and the cool thing about that is in some of those states, we're only in a couple cities. Like uh, Louisiana, we're in Baton Rouge and New Orleans. I believe in Texas, I think we're just in Houston. So those don't even really count as states. And if you look at the 17 people at breweries in front of us, they're pretty much nationwide. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it, it's really impressive. How we're doing it, and I love how we're doing it because we're going slow. We don't open up other markets until the markets that we're at are saturated. You know, yeah. we don't. I don't want to go to Iowa and get a fresh six pack of four twenty when you go, you know, around the corner from the brewery and we're sold out. That just doesn't make any sense to me, and obviously, it doesn't make any sense to the owners and the management of Sweetwater. Well, it's no. smart growth, you know, and that's yeah. how you do it. Yeah. And speaking of that growth and expansion, you know, it, it, looking at taking it bigger, I know that uh, Freddie's been looking at West Coast. Uh, got some equipment, and uh, any update on the progress there? Or? Uh, as far as I know, I haven't heard anything. Um, you know, we do have it, and we are intending to go that way. Uh, I believe that, like I said, the owners and the upper management are probably looking for, like, the perfect spot. You know, once again, we don't jump into things. We think about it properly, and we do it properly. Yeah, right. and, uh, you know, the whole West Coast thing, and you said you kind of t- were the first ones to bring the hoppy West Coast type of style to the East Coast. The whole mentality or the whole marketing campaign that you have at Sweetwater, it is kind of a West Coast, you know, I hate to say it like this, kind of a hippie vibe, as the kids would say, you know, with the tie-dyes and the and, and the double entendres and those types of things. Um, a very deliberate marketing scheme, and it seems to have worked for you guys. 
I think so too. Um, you know, I think I probably am a hippie. Um, we don't hold it against you. It's fine. It's all good. I, yeah, I don't know if I would put it <laughs> I as hippie. It's not patchouli. Yeah, that's right. Right. But it's. Uh, I think it's more of an outdoor thing, just more yeah. enjoying life type thing. And I mean, that is a West Coast, California, Colorado, sure. Washington, Oregon type thing. Um, but you know, obviously, there's people in the South that enjoy that too. I mean, fishing is, come on, yeah. nationwide, oh, yeah. right. and that's a big thing that we're about. You know, we got paddle boards and kayaks and fishing trips and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, so. we're, and we're looking at the can here of a going coastal. It's got a nice uh, trout on the on the front right. too. So yeah, it's a whole thing. So it, was the uh, the intention with some of these beers because you know, speaking about enjoying life, you have a beer called Happy Ending. Yeah, so that's uh, hey now. And you I'm know, responsible you, for what's in the beer, not <laughs> not the bottle. <laughs> that was going to ask if you were involved in that side of things because that's <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh, as expected, I'm sure the some of the names do create controversy. Which get things going. I know that uh, very well known in the internet community that uh, I believe you sent out some samples to bloggers and writers and that, and they included uh, was it lotion I know. Think, with the, with the bottle of happy ending and that's, well, that generated a lot of buzz. Okay. So is I, uh, I think we're just trying to have a little fun, put yeah. a smile yeah. on a couple of people's faces, you know. Yeah. But apparently, some people didn't really. Some appreciate people didn't it. care for that. Yeah. No, that's so. cool, man. It's yeah. a, again, like don't float the mainstream. I like right. That, you know, that's a good. <laughs> that's, right. a, that's, yeah. a, that's a really good uh, yeah. title. I like that a lot. Yeah. Now it's funny. You've um, I've always I've I've really enjoyed over the past few months kind of seeing the the friendly banter uh, between you guys and Monday night uh, on the social medias. Oh, yeah. uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, you know, during your four twenty fest, uh, Monday night uh, kind of came and uh, put ties on your front thing. So. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that. I don't know if you saw it or not, but I did not. Uh, okay, yeah, it might I'm be a social media. Social like media forty person. neckties on the front of the Sweetwater sign out there, and they, they you know, going back and forth on uh, uh, on Twitter and moved to Facebook. They yeah, pranking each other. But, but it kind of oh, speaks, good. you know, it kind of speaks to the the community that you guys have here in Atlanta and Georgia in general. You know, small growing community. You're, you know, one of the older uh, breweries in the area. Everyone else is kind of starting up. Um, it seems like there's a nice camaraderie between everyone, though. Uh, definitely. I think that's true throughout the whole beer community, though. Sure. Uh, it's definitely true in Georgia. You know, I, I'm friends with pretty much everybody. Um, you know, Adam from Monday Night actually worked at Sweetwater, and he's pretty much running the show, yeah. or he's the brewmaster at Monday Night. So, yeah, I, there's no hard feelings on my end. <laughs> nice. just means we got to go put a fish on something on them. There you That's go. That's what I said. I, I, I said they may regret the retaliation yeah. from Sweetwater well, if they're going to dump Thanks for letting me know. I'm going to start thinking. You got it. You yeah. have to start stocking the aquarium, yeah. letting them ripen, right? right? Tie-dye so, everything. Yeah. Put some yeah. dead fish in their dumpster or That's something. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Is that, I'm sorry. I thought we were breaking there. No, we, we got, pl- we we got another, another minute. Yeah, we're good. Another minute. Okay, let's see. Uh, so another thing. Another thing, Nick, that you guys have done recently, the Cork and Cage series. Sure. So these are some new beers from you. You've put out a bourbon barrel-aged imperial style. Which is great. Uh, yep. There's a Pit and Pendulum, which I really enjoyed. That yep. was excellent. And the 19th anniversary. Yeah, the 19th one there, anniversary so. I really liked. What are some other beers we may see in that series? What's in the works there? Well, you know, one thing that we're really looking at doing is uh, we're building a barrel house right now. And that should be up and running in this fall sometime. So a lot of the new, with that, there's going to be sours. So there should be cool, a lot okay. of sours coming through, but obviously every anniversary is going to be cork and cage. But we're going to do something very special. You know, we're not going to put something crappy in a in a seven fifty with cork and cage. We're going to want um we're going to want something quality, something awesome. that you know you can share. Great, great, cool. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're talking to Nick Knock, head brewer at Sweetwater Brewing. We're going to take a little break here, and we will be right back. 
Garrett, Lockhart President and Brewmaster at Red Brick Brewing, and you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Hey, it's Aaron, and you know what I hate? When I miss a favorite TV show and forget to DVR it. Don't let this tragic tale happen to you. Subscribe to us on demand. It is easy. If you've got iTunes, Stitcher, or any other iOS or Android podcast app, search for us, or go to BeerGuysRadio.com, click Listen, and you can copy and paste the RSS feed. While you're there, by the way, give us a review. It really helps. That's Beer Guys Radio on demand. Catch it today. Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes Hopspot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopspotATL, and of course, visit HopspotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. Hopspot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopspotBeerTours.com. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And as man said, it's the Beer Guys Radio Show. Reach us at BeerGuysRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Beer Guys Radio. And, of course, sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer at BeerGuysRadio.com to get some awesome swag, at least be entered to win some. Ale line is 678-8618-ALE, and we are really enjoying, I'm really enjoying this Don's Belladonna. It's a good beer. This is it's really, a tasty, really drinkable beer. good, exactly. So. I'll tell you one thing. If it was ever served at Don's Belladonna, it would be the best beer they've ever had. <laughs> nice. That's good. So there you That's go. Good. Do you distribute up up there near Don's? We do. Some, there you go. Salisbury. So, okay. It's up there. But there you go. All right. Maybe we'll have to make a, another Don's Belladonna and send it up there. Okay. That's right. Well, speaking of small batch and stuff, uh, you guys recently got a pilot system installed, correct? Absolutely. So. We got a new toy. It took us uh, 19 years to get the smallest brew house that we've ever owned. Yeah. Uh, we started out with a 25 barrel. Then we went to a 50. And currently, we have a 400 barrel brew house. Which, uh, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I know, no other craft brewery has a 400 barrel. There's a couple out there that have a two and a one, or two and a two. But as far as screwing up batches, we'd screw up the most if we did. Nice, like, nice. As far as making great batches, we're there, gonna make yeah. the most of the great batch. Now you guys ferment in a thousand barrel fermenters, right? We have thousand barrel, and then we just got 1400 barrels. Wow. wow. Okay. So I'm not sure if those are the biggest fermenters on the East Coast. Um, they got to be close. I know Sierra's. Got a boatload of like 800s. I don't know if they got anything bigger. So even in that 400-barrel brew house, you're doing three or four batches to fill up one of your fermenters, That's right? a game plan. Yeah. Uh, we have 1,000 barrels where we do three, and then we have we with the 1,400s, we do four. So, yeah. So what are we going to see off of this uh, pilot system? What what uh, kind is the, the goal with that? The cool thing about that is we're just going to let the brewers take the reins. Nice. You know, and um, we're going to let it play around and then throw it on our tasting room. 
And, you know, if it goes over well, then who knows? Maybe it'll become a seasonal. Maybe it'll become a dank tank, you know, possibly cork and cage. But, you know, cork and cages can be really special, most likely the sours and, you know, something that takes a lot of time. But, um, I mean, the cool thing is letting us experiment, mm -hmm. which is great. So, I mean, just keeping the imagination flowing and the creativity going is awesome. R&D yeah. for, no. for any business is, is super important, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, yeah. someone told me at your anniversary that this pilot system may mean that we'll see some small matches of Exodus Porter back. Is, nice. that, is that true? I don't, do, know anything, do you know? I don't know anything about that. You know, one of my dreams would bring the graveyard back or the trophy box back where we got the ESB, the Exodus, oh, the yeah. Low Rider. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, ESB is an underappreciated I forgot style. all about We've that one. That's a great that beer. Yeah. Amount. yeah. But th this is coming from my mouth. You know, I sure. don't know if it's actually going to happen or whatever, but it would be nice if it did. Sure. Very yeah, cool. you you don't get to make the decisions on on what the, you just brew them, make yeah. them happen, right? I got to put on, you know, got to dress all in black and put the stocking cap on and come in at midnight and brew <laughs> something. Right. And nice. Have everybody yes. come in and be like, "Why is that tank bubbling?" Yeah, I have don't no don't idea. ask. Just, don't just check it. Yeah, keep there checking gravity on it, and then we'll be good to go. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Nick, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate being here. This was awesome. Awesome, Nick Knock, uh, head brewmaster, brewmaster, headmaster, whatever you are at Sweetwater Brew. All that good That's stuff. Thanks title. again. That is a funny title. title. I can always figure it Head out. Head so. brew, brewmaster, headmaster. Exactly. That's the official. That, that, does that fit on your business card? Best looking. There you go. There you go. So I like that. Nick is so. actually the head brewer. There you go. That's what <laughs> I want to make sure company. we get the title right. That's always go. important. That's so, it. Hey, we've got uh, Celebrity uh, coming up uh, right now. We're, we've uh, talked to Adam Carolla. He's one of those well-known, one of those famous guys. Man, you show Man, author, Dancing with the Stars, yeah. and uh, one of the most popular podcasters of all time. Celebrity apprentice too, so he knows yeah. possibly the future president or something like that. But uh, you know, he's also made a beer. So we talked to him earlier in the week. Let's listen in. Adam, welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Thanks for having me. And we're going to start with something simple here, Adam. So what uh, what originally got you into craft beer? Um, my liver. <laughs> that can get you out of it too. You know, when I was a when I was a kid, you know, it was all I was always poor, just dirt poor, and uh, you know, so it was a lot of Strohs and Lucky Lager and you know, um, malt liquor, Mickey's Big Mickey's, Mouth, and, right? There you go. You know, all that, all that junk, and uh, you know, natural light and stuff like that, and. You know, every once in a while, I'd steal an anchor steam or something from a guy who was stupid enough to bring it to a party. But, uh, you know, and then at a certain point, um, I made a few bucks and, uh, you know, I started to enjoy a, a Sam Adams or a Sierra Nevada. And then I uh, started discovering these IPAs and just really loving a lot of the IPAs that were out there. And, uh, and then at a certain point, I just went, well, if I'm loving it, why am I buying other people's IPAs? I'll make my own. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, you've got you're coming out with a brand new craft beer, the Endless Rant IPA, which was a collaboration with King Harbor Brewing, which is, again, out of Redondo Beach, California. Uh, talk us a little bit more about that process. Uh, how did that happen, and uh, how did you guys get involved? Well, it, it, was, it was pretty simple. Um, I was doing a signing down in their neighborhood at, like, a Ralph supermarket. And when I was done signing, I was doing a Mangria signing, which is uh, booze-related. And when I was uh, leaving, the guy from King Harbor basically just uh, jumped me in the parking lot. And he said, uh, you guys want to make a beer? And I had heard, 
I was misinformed that I'd always been talking about making a beer, but I was misinformed that to get started making a beer was really expensive, like $150,000 to get started making a beer. So I sort of went, well, that's a little rich for my blood. We'll keep getting out there and flogging the mangria. And this guy from King Harbor came up and said, oh, no, we'll make you a beer. Actually, he gave me a couple of growlers for the ride home. So he won me over. There you go. And uh, I said, uh, he said, no, we can make you a beer. Like, it's cheap. Like, we'll make it in this batch. We'll start with this much and do whatever you want. And I said, oh, all right. Sure. Sounds good. And a couple weeks later, him and a couple of his partners were sitting in my uh, my office where I do my podcast. And uh, he was saying, well, what, what do you want to, what, what are you looking for? And I thought, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a brewer, but I just said, I like this IPA a lot, and I like this IPA a lot. And I said, why don't we land somewhere in the middle of, you know, how can we go wrong if, um, you know, if you go, I like this blonde and I like this brunette, why don't we just land somewhere in the middle? <laughs> there you go. It's a good place uh, to be. How bad, yeah, how bad could it be, right? That's and. Right. uh So that's what they did. They, they, they're, they're craftsmen, and they, they understood what I, what, how to do it. And they, they went and landed somewhere in the middle and they, and so they, they brewed up a, a, you know, like a test batch, like a couple of growlers. And the reason I'm getting over explaining about this is because I'm kind of trying to tell people you can go do stuff. Like there are people out there who do stuff for you. It's not, you don't have to be a celebrity or a rich guy or whatever. You can have your own brew. And, um, they brought a sample and I said, good. And then it was good. And I said, let's just tweak it a little bit. And they tweaked it a little bit. And that's, now it's time to design the bottle, and the next thing you know, there's you know a few hundred cases rolling off the line. Awesome. Now, speaking of the beer, I looking at the description on it, it uh, seems kind of a hybrid of like a West Coast, East Coast style. I see you've got the, the piney profile and the, the hoppiness, but you also work in that tropical fruit and uh, some malt backbone to it. So, uh, like you said, kind of landing in the middle there, was that kind of the goal to blend the two, bring the coast together, though, the little East Coast, West Coast? Yeah, well, it was kind of funny because when I talked to my guy uh, at the brewery, he said, uh, you know, you're picking like an old school and a new new school or an East Coast and a West Coast one. And I said, you're making kind of a hybrid. And I, I said, uh, yeah, uh, good. I'm glad. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I inadvertently uh, invented something new or married right. to or something like that. Like, uh, But I'm really I'm not I can't take credit for it. I just took a couple IPAs I liked, you know, and one happened to be East coast or West coast or old school or new, new school or whatever it was. But, uh, but it really like, I wouldn't be, you know, telling you this if everyone didn't love this stuff universally yeah. and, I, and it wasn't that good. It is just yummy. Well, uh, you know, the King Harbor guy definitely comes from a good background. He's a Siebel Institute uh, graduate, which is a big brewing school, of course, in Illinois. He also worked at Stone in the Brewery, so uh, so that guy knows what he's doing, Phil McDaniel. Yeah, we're we're waiting yeah. on ours to get to us right now, Adam. We got some coming our way, but it hasn't made it to Georgia for us yet. Well, please uh, tell me how you like it. Definitely will. Right, because I am I'm so uh, hopped up. About yeah, absolutely. This, uh, well, see, yeah, because uh, Tim, my co-host, is less of an IPA guy than I am. I'm a huge hophead, so just like you, so I'm really excited to uh, trying some of that out. So I think uh, I think even if you're not an IPA guy, you will find enjoyment in this. 
in this brew. It's just, I just love it. But, uh, you know, it, it, again, it's like it's one of these things where what am I going to say? It's, well, you know, it's a waste of money. But I, <laughs> I will tell you this. Uh, I just brought a, I just did uh, Jimmy Kimmel's show a couple on Tuesday, I think. And um, there are two guys who love to tell me my ideas are bad. Uh, it's my agent and Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. And uh, they, were, they were both there. Obviously, uh, my agent was just back from New York or something, and he was just sitting in the green room. And uh, I just poured a glass for him, and I poured a glass for Jimmy, and they loved it. Jimmy uh, immediately announced uh, we need to install a keg in his bar. There you go. So I said, uh, good for us. So now I I heard the next rumor is uh, that you're going to do another collaboration, and it's going to be a a passion fruit-infused IPA. Is that correct? (laughs) Oh, my God. In fact... (laughs) Maybe some papaya tea-infused IPA there, it, right? It literally, passion fruit didn't exist seven years ago, and now it's in toothpaste, deodorant, and beer. It's driving me insane. It's terrible. It, I, 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 people tweet me all the time, hey, it's a passion fruit. I'm like, you guys, you you passion fruit guys, you ruined tea. Now, <laughs> maybe in Georgia, you guys are, are probably cool, but out here, you can't get iced tea. Yeah. It's passion iced tea so they ruin iced tea but they won't stop until they ruin beer and eventually everything like it's the weirdest i I don't the thing i can't understand about passion fruit is i don't think people even know what passion fruit looks like no or eating it as a child was it ever your favorite flavor of yogurt or jello like (laughs) it's not even who cares how did it you know what it is yeah i think I think it's the same phenomenon. Uh, okay, I'll give you guys. I'll give you guys an example. Um, I talked to a guy for, uh, from Edmonds who does nothing but long-term testing on cars. They get hold of cars and they literally just drive them for a year and they tell you everything that's good and everything that's bad about them. Okay. Yep. I said in this modern day, with everything being good, I mean, look, you can get a Ford Fiesta and it's going to have nice cold air blowing and navigation and it's going to work, you know, like everything, everything new in the car department's pretty good. Some's better, but it's all pretty good. I said, is there any pieces of crap out there? Like anymore? Is there anybody? This makes a piece of crap. And he said, mm, the only piece of crap that's new is the smart car. <laughs> and I said, oh, and then I realized I see people driving those things all over the place. And then I realized it's because they called it the smart car. Yes, it's marketing. They took a piece. Yeah, they put. They took a piece of crap. They called it the smart, like they have like smart water. <laughs> all it is is water and corn syrup and coloring. But somebody called it smart water. Yeah, now everyone wants to have it, so it's just as bad for you as soda. But it's smart. It sells this it if they tell you. We, with, you should brew smart like, beer. Yeah, people like the word. Passion fruit. They yeah, love, exactly. They like, passion. they like passion. They don't know what it is. They don't know what it tastes like, and they don't like it. But it. But hey, I like. I like the name. There you go. There we've you go. actually we've got a beer here in Georgia that is one of the most popular in the state. That is infu- It's a Goza inf- or a Berliner infused with passion fruit and guava, and uh, it's yeah. extremely popular here. Yeah, so, so yeah. So are you a purist when it comes to your beers? You'd like water, malt, yeast, hops in your beer. You know, I, I'm not I'm not good enough to to be a, a purist because I really don't know what I'm talking about. I I do. The good news 
like with me is I know what I like and I have good taste and I'm not bragging, but I'm just a guy who if I go to the shoe store and walk all the way down the row of dress shoes and loafers, the one that I flip over and look at the price tag will be the most expensive. Yeah. Like I will go right to the good stuff. And it's like, you know, it's one of these things, cars, tools, architecture, whatever. It's just the kind of thing that I've been working on my whole life. And, you know, you can argue, but when you look at a 1971 Lamborghini Mira SV, it's, it's more beautiful than an AMC Matador. <laughs> I, I don't, even if the other guy liked the Matador, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's exactly. A, so there's like, a, there's an aesthetic and, you know, it's like when you feel <clears throat> a real nice Porter cable router in your hand, it feels a lot better than the, the Ryobi Home Depot special for $39. Like, yeah. and I feel the same way about beer. Like, I don't. I'm not a beer expert or connoisseur, but I can certainly tell. I can certainly tell you which ones I like and which ones I don't like. And usually, the ones I like will be the better ones. Yeah, and it's funny because I think everyone kind of takes the same journey that you mentioned earlier. You know, I think Tim and I were the same. We were getting a Mickey's Big Mouth. It was Peels in upstate New York where I used to grow Jenny up. Cream. Jenny Cream, Jenny Cream, Cream, all that crud. And then you kind of discover Sam Adams, and then after that, you're kind of on your way. I was lucky enough to work at a brew pub where I actually got a bunch of different beers in in there. But it, at some point in your life, it becomes quant, quality over quantity, or a whole bunch of quality. There you go. I, I'm with quality you on that one. and there quantity, right? Exactly. Yeah, why? Why choose one or the other? You know? <laughs> Perfect, Adam. Cool. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Uh, CorollaDrinks.com, and that's Corolla with one R. You can go ahead and order his Endless Rant IPA. They're sold in 22-ounce bombers, and uh, they're covering shipping for a 12-pack. So uh, you can get it here in Georgia, but you'd have to order it again at CorollaDrinks.com. Uh, go in with a friend if you don't want to order the whole 12-pack. But if you don't, we'll take some, too. So it would be good. So. Yeah. Adam, give it a, give it a shot. Absolutely. Well, hey, we appreciate your time here and on the Beer Guys Radio Show, and uh, look for a care package. We've got some Georgia IPAs coming your way. Um, I'm I'm thirsty just just talking awesome. about it. Hey, okay. if you ever decide you want to do an East Coast collaboration, we could definitely connect you with brewers here. They'd love to do it. So, well, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, every for me, uh, everything's on the table. Okay, cool. yeah, I know a couple that have worked with a uh, you know a few artists in that to do them. So, uh, if you're interested, we can definitely email some info over see if it might work out for you. Yeah, do it. Cool. Okay, Adam, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great day. Take care. If you're interested in checking out the Endless Rant IPA, go to CorollaDrinks.com. That's C-A-R-O-L-L-A. One R, two L's, CorollaDrinks.com. You yeah. can order it from there. Oh, so awesome to talk to Adam. I've been a huge fan of his for years, and I'm just happy to hear he's a craft beer guy, too. So that's cool. The full interview on demand, though. Go to BeerGuysRadio.com. We've got the full uh, full length one there for you as well. And uh, where he talks maybe about a little bit more of the passion fruit collaboration. Right. Yes. That'll definitely happen. Oh, I don't, so, I don't think so. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Maybe we'll have something local. Uh, that would be kind of cool. Yes. We'll see. Yeah. 
Anyway, we've got a giveaway to give away. We do have a giveaway to give away. Yes. Aaron, what do we give it? Anything special this week? We you know, or we've just got a some, variety of some swag. Some cool t-shirts. Uh, Nick was kind enough to bring in a nice bag of swag Thank from you, Sweetwater. Sir. We appreciate so it. Got some stuff from Sweetwater and got some stuff from Urban Street. You brought it yourself? Yes. Good. I appreciate that. Did so. you knit the shirts? I did. Oh, yeah. nice. So this yeah. is a hand-knitted by Nick Knock. It's yeah. very nice. No guarantees to that. There's, but, there's so. no alcohol in, this, in, the, in the bag because right. I have to prove that you're 21 to give that away. Yeah. And I can't do yeah. that right now. I made the sign in jail. <laughs> there you nice. go. There See, you go. You, this is going to be very unique one-off art from Nick Knox. Yeah, so, so. very cool stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. who, who was the winner this Our week? Our winner this week is Ryan Childress. Congratulations, Ryan. Congrats, Ryan. We'll get in touch with you. We'll get your Congrats, contact Ryan. info, and we'll we'll send you a cool bag of swag or yeah. box. A box. Yeah. I'll, I'll get it in the mail as soon as possible. So, so yeah. So a couple of quick events. You only got a couple of minutes here, so uh, let's uh, crank through a couple of these uh, things that you've got going on, Tim. What's you got going it. On? Yeah. So, okay. So the 18th starts uh, American Craft Beer Week. So yep. we're going to be starting that. There's going to be some some great, uh, great events coming up. Since it's American Craft Beer Week, I'm sure a lot of people are drinking uh, Budweiser America there, so right, so no, <laughs> so events here in Atlanta. We've got a few more days left on Summit's uh, Sour and Barrel Aged Beer Fest, uh, both C- Cumming and uh, Snellville locations. Uh, today, Brickstore Pubs uh, Pancake Breakfast. That was, you know, you missed that. I'm sorry telling you about that one because you missed it if you're listening to this show right now. Or maybe you didn't. So, I missed it. But that was uh, that was this morning. So Joe House Brewery's 5K, Hike and Brew at Sweetwater Creek State Park, and Dog Days of May at Red Hair. On Monday, which is the official start of the American Craft Beer Week, there's events going. Uh, several places have a lot of events going on. The Porter Beer Bar, check our website. Check our calendar of events for a yep. full list. But there's a lot of great stuff going on there. They're going to have a Creature Comforts Tap Takeover. A Wicked Weed 30 tap takeover, a special Jester King bottle feature. Nice. One day only there. They'll pour until they run out. Orpheus barrel-aged beer night and a locals-only barrel-aged day there. Very cool. So, Very cool. So Tuesday, Red Brick Beer Dinner at Vinkman's. Wednesday, Red Brick is going to kick off their uh, American Craft Beer Week events. And they've got special stuff like Four Roses barrel-aged vanilla gorilla, rum barrel three-bagger, Really good stuff there. And also on Wednesday, a Be Appreciated event at Reformation for 25% off police, fire, rescue, military, other service personnel. Awesome. So. And I love Four Roses, by the way. It's oh, absolutely. Bourbon. That's a great beer. I've had the the Four Roses Vanilla Gorilla. It's oh, good stuff. So. Good stuff, yeah. A few quick beer releases. Orpheus can I, Serpent Bike. Can I interrupt for a second? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Uh, just for the, the Craft Beer Week, Sweetwater, we're going to have one-offs every day at our tour, Wednesday cool. and Sunday. Okay. Awesome. So check that out uh, again. Yeah. Uh, It'll be on our website. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. So good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. We're still updating the list, but check it out. We'll fill you in with all the events on our website. Yeah, over in Bama for our folks there. Rocket City Brewfest is coming uh, up today. So come on by and say yeah. hi. We'll be there. So uh, check out the uh, the guys with the Beer Guys Radio stuff. That's us. Yeah. So we have come cool say shirts hi. on with the logo. We'll what give you a sticker. You. Yes. Something like that. Exactly. And plus, uh, coming up on June 3rd and 4th, Magic City Brewfest is happening in Birmingham. We're giving away tickets. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com to find out how to win. And uh, a couple other things as well going on. Uh, Dylan's 75th birthday bash at Straight to Ale. That's happening next Saturday. Barks and Brews at Salty Nut. That's Tuesday, 517 May 17th, for folks who don't know numbers. And uh, the Mind Open Disc Golf at Yellowhammer Brewing, and that's on Monday, 5-16. But uh, it's time to wrap it up for this weekend. It's been a great show. I'm super excited about that. Nick, thank you so much again for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks for sharing your beers. It was a good time. So, yeah, uh, we will be at... 
We'll be at Rocket City Brewfest. If you're in Huntsville, listen to us. Come say hello to us. Absolutely. You know, so we'll next week, time. we'll be talking to Straight to Ale, another we'll, we'll awesome be, Huntsville yep. brewery. So we're psyched to talk to those guys and to see what's going on over in Alabama. So in the meantime, we'll be chatting on the socials and at BeerGuysRadio.com. I'm Aaron Williams. I'm Tim Dennis. We'll talk to you next week. I don't know why I left that mean woman make me a fool. She took all my money. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, Your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang.